Hello and welcome to another episode of Software Should Be Free with myself, Tim Abel. Just an update today, a uh, couple of things that have been going on since the last show. Um, my coach recommended I read the book Working Identity. Uh, the subtitle is Unconventional Strategies for Reinventing Your Career. Uh, it doesn't have an audiobook, which is a shame, but uh, I read it on Kindle. Uh, and I have to say that I had no idea that I wasn't the only person in this particular moment in my career of wondering what the next big thing is and thinking that that seems a very long way away and completely impossible to attain. Yeah, it turns out there's been studies done <laughs> that uh, track people through from when they think everything's fine in their career to when they start to wonder to when they jump or are pushed or um, iterate their way to some some other thing. could be uh, working for a charity, could be taking a big step up, could be changing companies, going freelance. Uh, people have done all sorts of things. But that there are patterns uh, involved in changing career and that I'm no different in my thinking <clears throat> so I won't say any more on that other than I highly recommend the working identity book um, so on that subject um, I had my coaching today which was really helpful as always coaching is a funny old thing in that um, it's not so much about like how am I gonna achieve this precise goal it's more like an open conversation and do I, do I want to even achieve that goal? So one of the things we talked about um, is one of my ideas for pushing myself forward is to run an agency. So that was what partly what was behind the systems integration consultancy thing. I think I might have talked myself out of that today. <laughs> um, I've worked for a couple of agencies as a freelancer and they're pretty stressful places. They were, They run on usually really fairly thin mar margins they're quite <clears throat> competitive places um because if you're selling a, some kind of service you're probably in some kind of commodity market more or less um so you can't can't charge ridiculous rates and have huge margin and i don't know that i want to actually operate a business like that um not even as a step on the way i don't know i may change my mind again who knows depends what opportunities come up <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm okay with changing my mind on this repeatedly. Um, so I still want to build product things um, in the long run. Uh, I still uh, know, as it were, that I'm not going to get there overnight. Um, and I'm happy to meander around, learn skills, and see what, what kind of thing um, is looking promising. Uh, so because of that, I have been back hunting for contractor jobs um had a look around job serve and i have to say that whereas in the summer it was all a bit dead um it's actually starting to look a bit more lively now like there's a bit more interest i've been getting calls back about interesting roles which is great uh and positive noises that the direction is upwards people's pipelines are filling up so that's very encouraging so maybe i don't need to panic <laughs> Um, and I will continue to do my best to ensure that I make progress on the broader goals whilst also giving value as a individual contributor or team leader as a contractor. Um, 
and <clears throat> my coach was telling me that I can I should have confidence in my own ability to defend that time and prioritize it um that she can see that I'm totally serious about making this thing work without doing anything silly which is fantastic um um one of the things that came out of it in reflection is that I'm going in smaller and smaller circles as in um, for example, when I built Schema Explorer, that was a really big circle um, where I was just like, oh, I need to build something so that I can talk to people about selling it. Um, and that was a three-year circle, um, whereas, for example, yesterday evening, <clears throat> because I've been thinking about contracts again, I come across this um, right to represent thing again, and it just seems to me that sending an email with, yes, you can represent me, there's got to be a better way. Um, there's there's real problems it causes when that all goes wrong. So, yeah, yesterday evening I was like, ah, oh, maybe I could build something with no code. Um, uh, and just to go on the tangent of no code, it there's been a lot of hype around no code, and I still think that it's a really important thing, and you can't just dismiss it, even as a programmer, um, it brings real value. But I kind of drunk the Kool-Aid a little bit and I kind of <laughs> kind of expected to just like, I don't know, point and click 20 times and have a sass. Um, turns out I wasn't able to do that. So I had to just go and write the email <laughs> instead of instead of building a sass to write the email for me. Um, but the, the point I was making is that I pulled the plug on that having looked at it within the evening. So that's a much smaller circle and like thinking about it so I'm, i may come back to that um as a as a potential idea to explore um but i'll be much more uh thoughtful and analytical about how i approach such ideas um so for example i spoke to a couple of recruiters about the idea because i was speaking to them anyway and and they expressed that that was a, a real issue that they personally tripped over which is good um, but equally it's clear that the people that I was speaking to at the time are not the people that would be paying for that. Um, got to learn what internal applicant management systems they use, AMS systems. So obviously I'd need to think about if I build something, does it integrate with that? Is that a marketing channel or could I put something in their marketplace? Because uh, the one I looked at does have a marketplace. So yeah, continue to iterate on the way I think about this stuff as well as trying to build skills and execute so maybe there's still a future in it yet uh, and uh, something else entertaining that came up from the uh, the, the conversation with my co coach is i mentioned yak shaving uh which if you're a developer you know what yak shaving is but it was quite entertaining <laughs> to explain to someone who hasn't come across this term what shaving a yak is all about as a term uh, if you don't know i recommend going and reading seth godin's re recounting of the actual yak shaving story i'm sure if you search for seth goading godin shaving a yak you'll find it <clears throat> um, but it's <laughs> I, I won't relay it now but other than to say it's basically having to do something off your main tasks to achieve your goal and the extreme version being shaving a yak uh so where does that leave us um so that's, that's the broad picture uh i have been uh looking at improving my front end skills um i'm really enjoying the plural site videos as always that subscription 
is well worth the money for me that I can just dive in whenever I want to get better at something um, and get a brain dump of the <clears throat> what you really need to worry about and and fill in all the missing missing pieces. So uh, working backwards, like I would like to get better at design um, so that I can for one sell that as a as a skill alongside my consulting, but also it should help me be able to just try out ideas um like side project ideas and ship things which i'd like to get better at and faster at um, but then working back down the stack i probably need some javascript front end things and css things so i have already played with tailwind um so i've got to start on that um i looked at angular versus react um <clears throat> in terms of my contracting and the it jobs watch website one of the things it shows you is if you search for any particular skill, <clears throat> it'll show you a list of all of the other skills that get mentioned in job adverts next to it and then rank them for you. So it's much more common in the job adverts that they analyze for uh, Angular to appear alongside C Sharp than it is for React. So although React's kind of a hot thing now, maybe it would make more sense for me to <clears throat> learn some Angular. But either way, if I'm going to learn some more Angular or React or Vue or anything else, uh, I need to bring my JavaScript and maybe TypeScript up to date because I've not really been paying attention to JavaScript land for um, half a decade <clears throat> because it was all yucky and messy. But now it's now it's decent programming and it's all come a long way. So I uh, <clears throat> wound it back even further and I've been watching a plural site video on ES6. Uh, otherwise known as ECMAScript, uh, which is the more modern JavaScript. And I have to say, JavaScript has come a long way uh, since I last looked. Um, it's uh, uh, A lot of the things that I didn't like about JavaScript as a language um, have been improved. Um, like I watched the thing on the let keyword. Uh, I didn't agree with the bloke, incidentally. He said you should switch let and var <coughs> to add meaning i think he's wrong about that particular thing and you should actually just use let everywhere um it's just better scoped uh, and if you want to express that your variable is available across the whole function well you just put the let at the top of the function and that's good enough for me that matches how c sharp does it um so yeah much less of a gap from what i've seen between c sharp and uh, ruby and javascript these days so yeah, I think it's a language I could enjoy doing a bit more in. Um, but in terms of saleable skills, like things that are still pulling people in are the deep backend .NET database-y um, combined with being a decent people person. Um, oh, I should mention, might be interesting to some of you, that uh, I've always invested in writing every now and again on my blog, uh, just like I'm investing now in, in doing a bit of spoken word um and the person that i spoke to for one of the positions uh hello if you're listening um before i even started the call had a positive view of the skills i could bring because of the blog so although i don't get that many visitors to the blog generally uh the git merge versus rebase article being the exception it goes to show that you just never really know who's going to look and how it's going to pay off and if i get a contract role um that maybe i wouldn't have done who knows off the back of that time that's a that's a huge return on investment because 
someone that's going to pay me full time um, for my time and intelligence is um, is decent money. And if you think about it in terms of a single sale and the cost of sale and cost to acquire a customer kind of view, um, you can spend a lot of money to acquire one customer when they're going to pay you for six months of your time at a good rate. So, yeah, I think I'll mention today before I knock off. The software should be freezing. So I did say um, in one of my early episodes, I did explain why uh, I use the title software should be free, but I think I'll mention it again. Um, it is a bit inflammatory and a bit silly, a bit extremist, um, but I still like it because fundamentally um, there is zero cost of replication in software. Um so if you could apply a piece of software to infinite numbers of people, then the cost of producing it would fall to an approximation of zero, which I just think is a really interesting property of software. Um, and it does mess with all sorts of business models and does produce other interesting business models. For example, SaaS businesses um, are able to replicate, although they don't actually replicate the code these days, but thanks to the ones of the internet, they can basically <clears throat> provide that code to as many people as they possibly can um, and it just dwarfs the development cost even though development can be kind of expensive it's nothing compared to a well-scaled SaaS customer base um, but that opens up another interesting thought which is <clears throat> I know that the cloud is the new thing but I think it's always worth bearing in mind like we have these supercomputers in our pocket we have nice desktop computers or some of us do and I do wonder if there's going to be a swing back in the other direction because the the load of SaaS pricing where they're really charging and getting enormous profits from these vast numbers of customers, whether there might be um, lower cost, like desktop-based or phone on-phone-based. On I mean, the App Store doesn't really encourage on-phone-based software, but you know, normally they're backed by microservices somewhere. Um, but maybe we'll see the needle swing back a little bit away from the Salesforce no software thing. There's there's real problems to be solved. Like synchronizing across devices is kind of challenging without a server in the cloud somewhere. So there's a fundamental push in one direction. Um, but I, I personally still like running my stuff on my machines. Like I like using LibreOffice to write documents <clears throat> as good as Google Cloud is. Like there's something nice about writing a document that I don't want anyone else to see and saving it on my hard drive. Uh, SyncThing is an amazing piece of software if you've not come across it. SyncThing.net maybe, I'm not sure. Um, but it's a peerless, peer-to-peer uh, -peer file sync. Um, oh, that's helpful when my computer locks when I'm in the middle of recording, doesn't it? <clears throat> Let me just unlock my computer again so I can see that it's still working. How exciting. Um, yeah, SyncThing, if you set up three computers and put SyncThing on all of them and share a folder, there's no one that's special, so you can call one a server, but if you turn any one of them off, the other two can still synchronize, and that's amazing, and Dropbox can't do that. So that's what I run. So I, the point is, like offline software still has its place, and you know, if your bits aren't flowing over the internet, then nobody can capture them, capture them no matter whether they've got a quantum computer or they are... GCHQ with their taps on the undersea cables, allegedly. I wouldn't know anything about that. Um, yeah, so just a thought for the end of this show. And I'll let you get on with your next episode, which no doubt you've queued up. 
So that's it from me. Until next time, and that was Software Should Be Free. Oh, and please hit subscribe and uh, rate me or something. <laughs> See you later.